So 97 of I Don't Like Their Old Stuff. I'm J-Ho, and this is Groove. <laughs> that was different. And uh, this is the show where we answer some questions about hype and things not being hype. So, a little housekeeping. Uh, I'm a little conflicted on this one. I felt kind of bad, and then I didn't feel bad, and then I do feel bad, and I don't know what to do. But uh, I, our, our friend Glenn Delaney... Has been campaigning to be number one fan, but didn't come out and say he wanted to be number one fan. So then he turned on us and started hating on us about a Manti Teo discussion, which apparently wasn't enough for him. And so then he told us he admitted that he was just campaigning for number one hater. And, you know, we don't like it when people try to campaign for stuff around here. <laughs> we want it to be genuine. But I can't believe that we actually have never made him number one fan, which I actually I, mean, I actually do not believe that we have not made him number one fan. That's really hard to believe that we've not made him number one fan. It is, but we'll we'll make him number one fan since he listens. How about that? I was going to make well, him number one hater. Well, let's make him both. Number one fan this week. Oh no, you have you have a you want to dispute that? No, no, it's perfectly fine. I mean, if anybody embodies both the yin and the yang. It's Glenn Delaney, number one fan and hater. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, just for the listeners, old Delaney drives to work with his wife. They have one car. They work at the same place. They listen to the show together. So I would almost say that we need to share that number one fan status with his wife. Let's just make Julia number one fan and Delaney number one hater. How about that? (laughs) Or we may, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, that's good. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Congrats. Don't ask for anything anymore from us. And don't say we never did anything for yeah. you. Yeah. Keep listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here we are in this episode. Deep in this episode. Uh. What? What? <laughs> what's the What's the hype, Groove? Uh. Well. Right off the bat, previous number one fan, uh, our boy uh, Jeff, Jeff, what was his name? Steve Van Gundy, uh, uh, previous guest, Santero. Yeah. We had him on the show. He sent us an email the other day. He said he, he just found him. Uh, the title of the email was, You Can Catch Me and My Crew, Eating Hot Cheetos and Takis. He found Takis in Miami, where he lives. Sent us a delightful picture. Yeah. If you don't know about Hot Cheetos and Takis, we'll be posting that video to Facebook. Uh, you can you can view the uh, delightful music video that goes along with this song, um, which I, I'm pretty hype about that. We've gotten a lot of interaction this week. It's going to come in on the Not the Hype, too, you know, which may be the same for us. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Sweet. Hot Cheetos and Takis. I also got some new headphones. That's hype. I'm not going to lie. These new headphones are awesome. Yeah. But they might be too awesome. They're super, super hyped up uh, noise-canceling headphones. And I I put them on the low 
Like yeah. they got a setting low and high, right? Yeah. And I, I was like, well, I'm just in the house. I'll just put it on the low. And I put them on. I feel like my head's going to explode. Has it got the microphone built into it? It does. Yeah, I hear the ants walking around outside, so <laughs> it's maybe not great. But, um, yeah, there's like a low hum going on with the construction in the background. Let's see, but the the beautiful double-edged sword of that is I can't hear it at all. Well, that's great. I'm happy for you. The rest yep. of the listeners that are hearing all the shenanigans going on outside are happy for you. It's going to be even better when I start eating and eat, sucking a peach. <laughs> Suckling a peach? Shout out to Mitchell from the Oatmeal Conspiracy. Um, What's your hype? My hype is that it's cold again. It got hot. I thought that springtime was here. And... uh because we don't have any, we don't have seasons anymore down here in the southeast of America, mm. and but nope, it's cold again, and I like it cold. People, people walking around complaining about the cold, and I'm like, man, it's way better being cold than hot. It just is. I just don't like being hot, and I'm hot natured, and I like, I just like it. I like at night. I like turning the heat down, real low, and just get, being cold, just getting under the covers, you know. Yeah, it's nice. No, I'm with you. I'm totally. Whatever. You can always, you can always warm up, but you can't always cool off. Yeah. What's a, what's what's not the hype? Uh, another previous guest, Mr. Columbia, sent us an email this week that that was his car at the bottom of a ditch. Oh man, not even the bottom of a ditch. The bottom of like a spillway. Like he was was in a rapid on a river. And I, I thought it was some, I didn't think it was him. I thought it was some joke he was sending us from someone else. And then I saw the sticker on his car. I was like, that's that's Mr. Columbia's car. But we, I, yeah, that's that's not the hype right there. That's That does not compare to anything else, just about, you know. But, but the thing was, is that we emailed him. Uh, six emails went from us to him before <laughs> we said, Wait, is everybody okay? <laughs> well, to be fair, he sent us an email entitled Bucket of Dicks with his car at the bottom of a spillway about to go over Niagara Falls. So what are we supposed to reply to that? It was the bottom of a cliff. I mean... Yeah, yeah it really was the bottom of a ravine. When, when I saw this picture, the first thing I said to myself was, he forgot to put it in park. Yeah. Not, not once did I think that he might could have been in, in that car. car. Yeah. It's sketchy. We need to ask him if it's okay to put that picture up because it's worth seeing. Uh, I'm putting it up. I'm not okay. asking him. All right. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't. I mean. <laughs> All right. There we go. Um. Yeah. So that's not the hype. Shout out to Mr. Columbia, old Mikey. There. Hope that uh, things get better for you soon. There, man. Glad you're okay. Yeah, he is okay. Everybody's okay. He was driving on ice. Yeah. That's what you get driving on ice. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, what um, you got any hype still out? Oh, you mean not the hype? That's what I yeah. Didn't I say that? No, I mean that that could be my not the hype too. My not the hype was gonna be that it's so cold. I thought that was your hype. Oh, it is. It's both. <laughs> I love the cold, but then, like the other night, I was out like getting something out of my car, and of course I don't want to be putting on a jacket and taking it off and everything. I went outside and it was so cold. That you ever been so cold? That for a brief moment you can imagine, like that you're just gonna die. You ever you ever been that cold where you're like that split second was like, man, if I got trapped out here, 
I would just like fall asleep here and pass away. So uh, cold. It's it's funny you should say that. This past weekend, Saturday night, Mackenzie and I went out. Yeah. It had snowed. It was about uh, I don't know two inches of snow. So it wasn't a blizzard, but it was enough snow to where it was like it was cold. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's cold everywhere. Bone chilly. We come back at maybe ten o'clock at night to the house and um we live in a building that has a parking lot in front of it and in front of that parking lot facing the street is an electronic gate yeah you have to punch in a key code to open <laughs> yeah. it up yeah and uh the power was out oh in the man building. so the gate was we couldn't open the gate and i that was the same thought i had was Wait a second. <laughs> Are we going to die here? <laughs> it's this irrational fear because you live in a city full of places to go. But it's like it, it, like for a, a second my brain goes off into like, oh, God, if this was the wilds of of, uh, of Australia. If this was the wilds of Alaska right now, I would just – I don't think I would make it. Am I into the wild right now? Yeah. I was just thinking about into the wild. It reminds me of when I lived in uh, – I lived in an apartment by the train tracks – once and for the first year i lived there every time the train would come by i would sit up straight in bed and immediately like the first time i shouted it out loud for some reason but (laughs) i I would sit up and immediately be like my train is on my car is on the train tracks because the the train is such a violent sound you know the first time i actually sat up in bed was like my car's on the train tracks and I was like, what the fuck am I thinking? What am I doing? But at, like several times over the next year, when I'd hear that train in the middle of the night, I'd wake up and be like, oh, my God, my car's on the train tracks. Now, why would I leave my car on the train tracks? That's the question. But Eventually, I got to where I didn't hear the train at all. And if people would stay at my house, they'd be like, God, I couldn't sleep. That train last night just woke me up. I'm like, what train? <laughs> now, did, did you wake up thinking you were asleep in your car? No, no, no. I just, I just woke up with this, uh, this strange fear that my car was about to get hit by that train. Hmm. Okay. You know. Okay. I didn't well, think that's... I was in the car. Yeah. No. <laughs> At least you had that going. Just for irrational you. fear. How did you did you get the gate open? Yeah, I. It's funny. I I tried to pry it open. That yeah. wasn't working, and uh, and so I was like, I was getting pissed. I mean, I was, I had this whole monologue yeah. in my head. You know what I was gonna I was gonna chew out the building manager yeah. like it's his fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um and Mackenzie remembered that we got an email about a year ago that people kept lifting the gate off its rollers. Oh yeah. And uh she and, and so it was like we were standing there, I'd punched in the code, I'd try to pry it open, I was starting to pace, I was starting to huff and puff, and she goes, Why don't you just try to lift it off its rollers? And I was like, It's one of those moments where you feel so dumb for not thinking about the thing that is most apparent and yes i lifted it off its rollers and uh put it back on but i was nervous like the email went it was like real threatening it was like look you know this can't happen we got to send somebody out to fix it every day whoever does it next is going to get in trouble or whatever and so we came back into the once we got back into the building there was a guy that opened his door he was like hey is your power out and we're like yeah the gate was closed and and I lifted the gate off its rollers, and then as soon as I got inside, I go, "Uh oh, you know he's gonna snitch." Yourself. <laughs> you know, but but it turned out the gate didn't break. I guess I put it back on properly. Yeah, snitches get ditches. Yeah, snitches fall into ravines. 
Oh, wait, no, Mikey's not a snitch. So. Ford uh, foci falling yeah. through things. Exactly. Um, yeah, so what's next? What's what's hype still out? Yeah, what's yours? Man, mine's pretty long, so you might want to go first. Uh, this I just finished my first week of CrossFit. Oh, yeah. What's the report? How was it? Um, uh, I, I went in thinking it'd be a lot more uh, fertile soil for humor. Yeah. Um, but it turned out it wasn't that bad. It's more sorrow filled. Well, I'll tell you this. What's the guy who did uh, Supersize Me? Oh, uh, yeah. That guy. Morgan, whatever. Morgan, yeah. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. And uh, his, his twin brother is the head of this gym. <laughs> just It's not actually his twin brother, but a guy that looks just like him. Same mustache, only yeah. on steroids. That yeah, handlebar English, mustache, right? seating hairline. The only thing that separates him is it's not as ginger as Morgan's. Yeah. Is he but English? He's English, yeah. And, I mean, he's definitely not. Yeah, I mean, he's not his actual twin brother, but he's – um. He's the kind of guy that says he really loves attention. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. Like, I'm all right with that, you know, especially if it's somebody that is going to be up giving lectures for yeah. hours at a time. Right. So he was doing his best to keep everybody engaged and, and, and kind of perform for the crowd. But he, he would veer into, like, sexist kind of jokes, like – it was the the class was probably half and half men and women, yeah. right? And he asked, you know, he was doing this nutrition lecture, and he said, "Anybody vegetarian in here?" And three women raised their hand. And he goes, "Oh, it's always the women, isn't it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, is that acceptable?" That's is not that sexist right? in the UK. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. So I wound up uh, registering for. You know, you got to register for classes. I'm doing the 6 a.m. classes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, which means I wake up at 4.45 in the morning. Oh, God. That's why you're up so early today. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. That's ridiculous. Did they kick you in the balls when you got there? <laughs> Actually, my first day, I didn't know how long it would take me to get there on the bus at that time of day. Yeah. I the house a little bit late, so I showed up 10 minutes late to the first class, and it was one. <laughs> That was at the foundations course that was leading this class, and he was the nicest one. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess he's going to forgive me, you know, because I came in, he was like, hey, get your stuff ready. You know, there was only one other guy. That's part of why I like yeah. the class. And I get all set up. I'm all first day of class, you know, kind of excited. And he looks me in the eye and goes, all right, give me 20 burpees. You're late. I don't want to be punished for showing up to this thing. I, this, this showing up is already punishment. And then yeah. you're paying for this. You're not. This is not. I mean, you're not paying for it because you got it as a gift. But it's someone has paid for this for you to be treated like that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. That's the one bad thing about this this whole <sighs> CrossFit culture kind of thing. I mean. It is cool to be around a bunch of like-minded people doing the same thing. I'm for that no matter what the thing is I'm doing. You yeah. know, I want to be around other people doing the same thing. But these, some of these coaches, just they're just mean. And yeah. they yell. And they're, they're real encouraging on one hand, but then they'll snap. And they'll be, like, kind of mean on the other hand. I don't, I don't like being yelled at. Yeah, I don't either. And, 
and that that one guy that loved the attention, he he definitely he got into that zone a couple times over the weekend because they would like us some techniques, you know, and then we go yeah. practice. And then at the end of each day, it was a workout, you know, and during the workout, like he'd get all up in my face and yell at me. And I'd be like, I was just breaking myself for the spittle to come and land on my cheek. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's boot camp. It's, it's boot camp. It's basically boot camp, right? So. <laughs> it, it's, it, it is. And it's not, you yeah. Know what yeah. I, mean? I, I was a lot. I mean, that's the theory, like the philosophy behind it, but it's uh, like not as, not as, I mean. Thinking they're not harming you. Yeah, no, yeah, they're not harming. They're certainly not out to break you down. Yeah. Difference between it and boot camp. They are intense and they are loud, but they're not trying to break anybody down. They're trying to build people up. And this, this, this guy right here needs a little. I need to be coddled. Yeah. Yeah, you you need soft fit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start my own. I'll start my own. That's just like. Well, you won't meet any of your goals, but we're going to treat you real nice. And, uh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of hugs. Only yeah. if you want them. A lot, of, a lot of claps. Yeah. Yay, you were the best today at what you did. Did You did your best today. Everybody's a the winner. Best. Everybody's a winner at SoftFit. <laughs> wow. What's your hype still out? Well, first of all, one hype worth mentioning is uh, Superfan. Maybe the superest of super fans now that Clave has fallen off a bit. Um, Clave, step up your game. Uh, Zell is uh, started his own podcast. What? With some friends. Yeah, I sent you a link to it today. Uh, it's called Real Talk. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's facebook.com slash Real Talk is awesome. I think is the Facebook page. But uh, I have only listened to a few minutes of it. Haven't really got into it enough to really like, you know, get into the, the meat of it. And the, of course, they're starting out, so you know, you never know how the first couple episodes are going to be. But I'm interested to hear it. I'm going to listen to it, check it out. I only got one minute and twenty five seconds into it before I had to leave the house this morning. Yeah. Like you sent it to me, I was like, "What? What is this?" You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, uh, "I guess this is some some shit that he's getting hype on." You know, I thought. I thought it was going to be a sports talk show. Yeah, no, it's just real talk. Listen to it again, but try to determine before he they say who they are at the beginning, like they inter- introduce each person. Yeah. But you'll hear all three people and try to determine which one is Zell before, because we've never actually heard Zell's voice. I a I will try to do that, and b it's not like I'm going to listen to it again. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Right. 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 Right there, and you know what? We we better get a shout out. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. We better get a shout out. Or this did, whole hype train is over. You didn't listen to the whole thing yet? No, no, I haven't listened to the whole thing. I wanna I wanna listen to it when I have time to sit down and listen to it, you know, and not be distracted, so So we that's take notes and, and we should email in notes, production notes. Oh yeah, yeah. Give our opinion. But um they've apparently already recorded a couple episodes cuz they've already they just put they started putting episodes up last night but they put up like two or three so um yeah good good start out of the gate just get some episodes up keep up with it you'll be Re- successful like us facebook.com/realtalkpodcast is awesome okay and then they're on twitter at @realtalk_cast okay good Yep. Got another hype still Oh, oh, my other hype's still out. All right. 
So, I was an extra. I didn't really tell you about this until I was actually doing it. I was an extra on the TV show Revolution. Yes. It's filmed here in Wilmington. And a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine have done this. And they said, hey, you should try it. You should try it. And I really wasn't that interested. But then I just had some free time. And I was like, well, I'll apply and see if they cast me or whatever. And I, I assumed that I would just be in the background of a large crowd, you know. Every yeah. time I think of extra, I just think one of a million people in the background, you know. The guy walking with the clipboard down the the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so I applied and I got picked. And they gave me instructions on how to get... I'm going to give you my rundown of my whole experience, all right? And you just jump in where you want, okay? This is great. Yeah, so I, I have been on film sets before, you know, as a film student, but nothing this big, because um, it's a network TV show. And uh, I never experienced anything like that. I only heard, you know, heard the horror stories mostly about it. One of Mackenzie's favorite. <laughs> what? Oh, she loves Revolution? Love some revolution. Oh man! Well, I have not seen a single episode of it, so I go into this thing, and really, I go into it probably with the best attitude possible, which is I don't give a fuck. You know, I just show up, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. If it mm -hmm. goes good, I don't give a fuck. If it goes bad, I don't give a fuck. If I hate it, I'll walk out. You know, mm -hmm. I really—I mean, they're paying me, but I don't really have anything on the line. It's not like I want this to be my career to be an extra. You know, and so I show up. And, of course, they've given the incorrect directions, very vague directions in their email. Um, and so I don't really know where to park, and you're not parking at the place where it's being filmed, and they're supposed to take you in a van, and so I, like, I'm wandering around. And I don't know what it is about people that they just can't give you specific instructions for something like that. They assume that you, you should know. Anyway, I park, and I get out of, the, out of the car, and this van pulls up, right, a white van. And lo and behold, it's my buddy Matt. He's driving the van, and I'm like, am I dreaming right now? some kind of dream but uh matt runs transport for movies and i didn't realize he was working on revolution so he's like hey man what's up we catch up and he's like get in the van if we get in the van they take me to the film set and i walk in and the they they dump me off on this pa you know production assistant and they had told me in the email bring your own clothes because we've run out of wardrobe okay yeah and so i bring my own clothes and they've told me that i'm a scientist <laughs> now, they've cast me as a scientist based on my picture, presumably, which I'll send you the picture that I sent them, and I look more like a hobo than a scientist. But I guess <laughs> something about that screamed scientist. And, uh, yeah, so I'm dressed as, I'm supposed to bring my clothes, and they've given me a list of clothes, and of course it's like dress clothes that I barely own the colors of. It's like tobacco-colored dress clothes or something. All right. So I show up with all these dress clothes, which are a pain in the ass because I'm carrying them around. I'm carrying them in the van. And they're like, oh, you brought clothes? And I'm like, yeah, you just told me to bring clothes. And they're like, oh, well, we need to take you to wardrobe and put you in our clothes. So I'm like, well, why did you tell me to bring the damn clothes then? I'd much rather have you do all of this work, you know? So anyway, I go back, and they fit me into these scientist clothes. I wound up using my own shirt because they didn't have a scientist shirt. And, uh, anyway, then they, they like send me off to the set and the set is like, you would imagine they're like calling action and everybody gets quiet and that sort of thing. And it's really cold cause it's in this like cold warehouse kind of room. So I go yeah. in the back and, uh, I meet the other extras and these extras are thirsty. 
And I don't mean I don't mean thirsty as in they need some water. I mean thirsty as in they're tr- obviously trying to get something out of this experience that I am not. Yeah. And I roll up on them. They're all like dressed as military, like militia and stuff. And uh, I'm like uh, instantly jealous, right? Because <laughs> I'm dressed like a dickhead, you know. And I'm like, man, these guys got guns and stuff. This is like my my dream as a kid. And I walk up to him, and everybody comes up to me. He's like, "Oh, you're the scientist. The sci- you're the scientist." And I'm like, "Well, yeah. I, apparently, I'm cast as a scientist." And they keep they keep referring like, "You're the oh, you're the scientist." Like they're jealous or something. And I'm like, "Well, you've got guns. I'd much rather be. Give me that. Let's trade. You be the scientist. I'll be the cool army guy. Science. They won't know any difference." So there, there's like people are somehow in awe of me for being the scientist, right? Which I it turns out later they had read the script and seen what I would get to do. But uh, anyway, so I'm meeting them, and they're nice, you know. There's some nice people. Some are thirstier than others, but you can tell that some of them are real thirsty. And one of the dudes is like a professor. I heard him talking all about how he's a model, right? <laughs> I overhear this. I don't, I don't really talk to anybody because it's early in the morning. I'm not in a great mood, uh, if you can imagine that. And uh, he's talking, and he goes into how he's a model, and he used to live in L.A., and out in L.A., they have devices that create microwaves downtown so that they can control the population. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm just listening here just, like, thinking about (laughs) IOLTOS the whole time. Think about how I'm going to tell this story. The one thing that you would expect, like, uh, a model from L.A. who's made the big move to Wilmington would be... (laughs) about how everything in L.A. was so much better. Yeah, right, right. And he's like, ah, I really like the East Coast. Uh, Out in L.A., they're like, there's these microwaves downtown, and they're trying to control people. And he goes on to explain how he knows about these microwaves as they make his palms sweat. Okay? You with me? Yeah. They make his palms sweat, and... He knows that there were microwaves in some areas of town because his buddy's house, there weren't any microwaves there, and the women would always come out of their apartments in their bikinis, and at his apartment complex, nobody would ever come out of their apartment. Let you digest that. I'm having a hard time. I mean, are you, I mean, is it, does that make any sense at all? I'm having a real hard time following that. I mean, I'm just thinking, well, I think that that guy just came up with an excuse for why no one wants to hang out with him microwaves yeah his buddy, he goes to his buddy's house and it's a utopia of non-microwave action i'm just thinking about here like there's not just people out in their front yards in their bikinis all the time because there's i don't maybe the way we have microwaves in this town i don't know what were you gonna say uh, you're speechless I got nothing to say. So I consider it, there's like different levels of extras I determine. There's some that are professional extras, and I considered him one of the professional extras. Um, and uh, any, anyway, they do. So I, I'm there and I'm waiting around, and they're like they're hemming my pants, right? So I'm having to wait on that. It's kind of awkward because I'm just waiting there. I've got my other pants on that don't go with the shirt I'm wearing, so people think I'm a dumbass, you know. And uh, so I'm just sitting there, and then they bring out the the hair person to, like, do my hair, and she does a little bit. And then they bring the makeup person over, all right? And the makeup person takes one look at me and goes, oh, he's a scientist. He doesn't need any makeup. And I'm like, what? What? No, you get over here and put some makeup on me. I, what are you trying to say? I'm too, I'm just too, 
what? I'm pale? I'm pasty? I'm a pasty scientist? I was just immediately offended. You got that computer tan. Yeah. So obviously I I look like a scientist, I guess. Great. So I'm in a bad mood. And I'm immediately I'm just defensive this whole morning because I'm assuming that somebody's gonna be a dick to me at some point during this day and I you know, I've already established that I don't give a fuck. So I'm just like I've got my defenses up and the PA comes over to me and starts talking to me and I just I'm like, Nope, nope. I'm not gonna I'm not your dog, alright? I'm not gonna roll over when you tell me to. You're gonna treat me with respect. I'm so I speak for all these people back here, okay? You need to treat us with respect. All right, we're not your, we're not, we don't belong. I don't belong to you, you know. I'm like taking the costume off, and she's like, "I just wanted to ask you if you wanted me to get you some coffee. Um, is there anything we can do?" I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, sure." Oh, oh, oh! I was, I was just getting in character. See, I, I thought that's how a scientist would act. Uh, yeah, it's cool. And so then I instantly felt bad. And, uh, you know, everybody, actually, I didn't, I did, of course, I didn't do that. But that's how I felt. I had my dukes up all day, and everybody was actually really nice to me all day long. Even the director was very nice. And uh, so we go and we film the scene, and I finally realize why everyone's excited about me being the scientist and jealous. Because I'm in a scene with one, with one of the key dudes, I guess the he, they kept calling him the hero. Yeah. He looks like some other dude I've seen on some other show, but it's not him. It's one of those guys. No, I saw the pilot episode. Okay, well, he's one of the main dudes. He's got, like, kind of graying hair. Maybe sure. in his 40s. But uh, I'm in the scene, a key scene with him and the president of the state of Georgia. <laughs> okay? <laughs> the state of Georgia has a president. And I'm with her. She's there. And I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. They probably cast me because I lived, you know, I grew up near Georgia. That's such a knowledge of the state. <laughs> and uh, she did not sound like she had a Georgia accent, though. But I'm sitting there with this other scientist, okay, the other one of the other scientists. We're sitting at her desk, and we're looking at a nuclear bomb, okay? <laughs> Are you with me? Apparently, it's a nuclear bomb. It's like a suitcase that was a nuclear bomb. The hero busts in, and we have to, like, react to him. And so he's behind us, and she's in front of us. And <laughs> I don't even know if this is any good or not, but, like, I'm... I, I, I got a question. No, go ahead. Ask the question. You said we got to react to him coming in. Was that the director's notes for you? React. Yeah, the, well, let me tell you what the director told us to do, all right? So I'm yeah. sta- we're standing. Okay, it's really awkward. We're standing. We're talking to this president. We're looking at this bomb, and they're like, scrutinize the bomb. And so I'm like looking at the bomb and stuff. And uh, then the person comes in, and they have an argument. The two characters have an argument. Well, yeah. the one guy's behind me, and she's in front of me. So I'm just kind of standing there kind of like half-turning a little bit. Because <laughs> I don't want to be like – I don't want to be like tennis matching back and forth because I'm right. like – they're going to kick me out of this thing because I'm being a dick, you know? You've also got the natural tendency not to be rude. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't want to, like, keep my back to him. Well, after they do the first take, the director comes up and is like, no, nah, I want you guys to, like, you know, just listen to the conversation and turn your head. And So the whole scene, I'm just, like, turning back and forth between these two, not saying anything. And uh, at some point in time, the during one of the, like, early takes, the main actor... Part of his like character is he stares straight at me, 
right? Yeah. He looks right in my eyes and like says something, like says like, "Oh, are you trying to build a nuke of your own?" <laughs> you look at him and say, "If you're feeling froggy, then jump, motherfucker." Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I should be rolling my sleeves up or if I should be like, "Well, fuck, no, I'm not trying to do that." No. And uh, about halfway through it, you know, it's kind of getting boring. So I'm thinking about like, if I had it all to do over again, I would just play it as if I don't realize I'm in a movie or a TV show. <laughs> and how good would that be if I just rolled in there? And they were like, action! And I was like, wait, this is a nuclear bomb? I don't think we should be messing with this. Hold on. Wait a minute. What are we doing with this? What? This is this is a nuclear... There's. I, I'm not... I mean, there's probably still some radioactive shit in here. I think we ought to... We ought to probably be running right now, okay? Lead right now. Where is the lead? <laughs> Just go on and on and break up every shot, and they're like, no, you don't understand. This is not real. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, you're a scientist. No, I'm not. This is pretend. I'm, I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> this is dangerous. I don't think that we should be messing with this bomb, all right? <laughs> so so did you have any lines? No, I didn't, but I had a lot of serious reactions. A lot of... <laughs> There was a lot of turning, and then the, the the president sits down, and we have to sit down with her. So it's this weird, like, synchronized sit-down. And I'm like, this is odd. Like, I feel like we're sitting halfway down, and I feel like she's going to stand up to see if we'll stand up, too. <laughs> and it just goes back and forth, you know, for a while. And, of course, the other extra is, like, she's, she's like, trying to boss me around a little bit. And she's like, I think we you should you need to react a little more. And she's also trying to suck up to the main star. She's like, you did such a good job. You did such a good job. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you're a professional, too, obviously. Thirsty. thirsty, just thirsty. But, yeah, the director was, like, super nice. And I was like, I – and the, the, there's this whole – you would have not – you would not be able to do this. I'm not – I'm going to suggest that you don't be an extra groove because <laughs> – your anxiety will flare up much like when we're in weddings together and stuff. You know, you're always afraid you're going to like start laughing, which you often do. Corpsing. Just, yeah, just laughing your ass off during the scene and ruining it. I, my stomach was grumbling for a little bit and I was like, oh God. And then I felt like, you know, I'd let one rip. And that's an awful <laughs> feeling right there. Let me tell you, that is an awful feeling to be in the middle of a scene. All this money is being wait, you know, being spent and being like, man, if I let one rip right now. I'm just. I love, I love that you started to say, all this money is being wasted because. <laughs> I posted an Instagram shot of me being in the uh, the movie and and Miss Miss replied that show didn't get canceled. <laughs> and then Red Lotus Mama, one of our one of our fans, Red Lotus Mama said, "Oh, that show got canceled." Which it didn't, but I guess that shows you what how that what status that show has. But Andy, we were talking about this earlier today. <clears throat> we were talking about Lost, and then we talked about, <laughs> as you said, Lost Part Two, The Electric Boogaloo, which yeah. was that show where everybody blacked out yeah. all the time, and the show was about putting those pieces back together. This is this is Part Three, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I. I've not watched any of the show, but I get the feeling that it's like it, it's. It's, 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 uh, oh, God, we don't have Lost anymore. Let's fill that. No, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's just not done as well. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> I I really look forward to seeing that episode. 
Well, they shot two angles, so they shot from the front. And, you know, one thing that you, like everybody pretty much knows is you're not supposed to look at the camera, right? <laughs> you're not supposed to look into the camera. That's like a no-no. So the camera is right next to the main character and directly across from me. So there's nowhere I can look away without it looking like I'm looking in the camera. So I basically have to maintain eye contact with this actor the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like accidentally looking away once and I'm like, oh God, oh God, they're going to come out here and drag me away. They're going to, they're going to blow the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to blow this bomb up. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, so anyway, I will either be all up in the scene. If the scene is in it, I'm going to be all up in it. It will either be my face or my ass in the scene. Cause the other angle was the camera was super low and pointing right at my ass. <laughs> so, you know, my good side, as I'm told. <laughs> so we'll see. And, I, you know, they were like, well, react to this thing. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to react? There's a nuclear bomb on this desk. You know how I'd be reacting right now? I would be crying right now, okay? I would be crying and begging them to let me leave right now, okay? They want, and they, they didn't really tell me, like, what kind of scientist I want. I'm just, you're just a scientist. Okay. A scientist. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. So I, if I'm in the scene, and I, I mean, like I said, I understand now why because the other extras had to stand in the back of the room. <laughs> they were like guards, you know, so they had to stand in the back of the room in the dark. <laughs> and I'm up here in the light, and I'm just don't. I mean, it, it's got to be obvious that I just do not give a shit, you know. Like yeah. from to them, like they've got to be absolutely hating me because I'm like, well, oh, yeah, whatever. I'm a scientist, sure. All right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. so. So, what'd you get paid for doing that? Um, you're guaranteed $60 for working eight hours. Yeah. Which isn't great, but, uh, and I only worked six hours, but you're guaranteed the eight hour rate. Um, but if you work over the eight, over the eight hours, you get, uh, like double time. And then you get triple time over four hours over that. So you can make, you know, you can make 120 bucks for a day of filming or something, which isn't, too bad for doing nothing. But you need to go in there and be like, I need that scientist pay. I'm gonna need to get that scientist pay, alright? <laughs> I really everybody's like, Did you get a speaking role? And I was like, No. I really should have like I should I since the director was cool and everything, I really should have pushed for you know, belligerently pushed to get a line. You no, you should have said, you know, look, uh I think after today I'm pretty comfortable being written in as a character. Yeah. So. I, I mean then, I'm the scientist, so I can be comic relief. I can be drama. I can, I, whatever you need. Yeah, I can react to any conversation. You, you should have got hazard pay for being around a nuclear bomb. <laughs> I know. I need to talk to my agent about that. All right, that's <laughs> not going to happen again. Yeah, I just thought about what would happen if I just kept interrupting them and being like, "What if here the scientist said?" <laughs> I really think that uh, you know that my motivation in this scene. Yeah. What what about what am I thinking? Or like I'd say I do it after rolling every time. Rolling. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, hold on. What if the scientist? I wrote, I, I wrote in a notebook here my backstory. I just like to yeah. read it down. I just want y'all to know what I've come from. Okay. It'll help you. All right. Uh, trust me. I know that this is method acting. I love that that that, that guy's looking. I mean, if he's looking at you and saying a line to you. Surely your face is going to be in it. I I would think so, but I don't know. I, and I, I I mean I had basically 
I was such a fish out of water in there, and I was so worried about fucking things up that I had one reaction face, which is just like, uh, what? That's my face, is, uh, what? I know that face. Yeah, you know the face. That's the face I was making. So I'm sure that I will be mocked forever. Um, The eyes just go slightly larger. The mouth just just purses open just a bit. Like, (laughs) change purse one of those plastic change purses (laughs) so is this season two that you were shooting i have no idea i showed up and the pa is like well have you seen the show before i'm like hell no (laughs) i mean no i haven't no i haven't had a chance to see it yet my tv is broken sorry (laughs) is it on dvd yet because i've only been watching uh yeah she's like well, just to give you some backstory, the power's out and batteries don't work. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, fuck it. <laughs> That's a good one. Where, where's craft services at? <laughs> they served chili on the set. They served chili. All right? That seems like a bad idea to me. That's horrible. You're trying to keep people quiet. I didn't eat any of that. I was like, I am not eating that. I'm not <laughs> eating large. any chili. I'm not eating any strange chili today, all right? Not I happening. Start your your long and illustrious Andy Millman career as a as a side uh, an extra. Yeah. Really, I really want to hear more about this. It really is like interesting though, because like the people that you meet that do that. I mean, some people just had regular jobs and they're like, oh, this is just fun thing that I like to do. And then the people that took it really seriously are obviously the funniest ones, you know, and kind of the saddest stories. And but you know, I don't know. I guess that's how people. There's a, no, there's a new name for them, not extras, but like uh, support artists or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they definitely su- some support artists on that show. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, it, watch a TV show the same way again, are you? You're always going to be looking for the for the soldiers in the shadows. Yeah, I have uh, respect for that, you know? I'm just like, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting experience. I was definitely bored a lot of the time, and yeah. I wasn't, like, you know, I think that 21-year-old me would have been like, man, this is incredible. I can't, I was in the scene, like, that's that guy, he's famous. And, like, yeah. I just, he was just a dude to me, you know, like, the guy, the actor. Yeah. I talked to him for a second or two after the shot, like, after we were done, and he was, like, super nice. Like, everybody was really nice. I was expecting, I'm sure it's different when you're on some, some really important show. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody I was shocked at how you know like even you think that even the everybody that you run across that wants to be in Hollywood is so earnest about it and everybody was just kind of down to earth like you felt like you could just hang out with them they were just happy to have a job yeah and I was just I was really shocked that everybody was so polite to me too I was just like oh well great yeah so I mean it was a good experience but it was kind of funny and just shooting that scene was funny uh, just the the whole thing about the bomb and stuff, just this bomb with all these like, it's like look like they took an old HP printer apart. That's the parts of this bomb. That's, that's part of the way it is on that show. Yeah, part is a bomb. Twenty years. Yeah. Oh, the power's been out for twenty years. Wow. I just yeah. look, look for the guy when he comes in the room and he goes, "Why? So you can build a nuke of your own?" And he looks right at me. <laughs> and I just the first time he did it, I was just like, I wanted to look away. I was like, Why are you? Why are you, why are you looking at me? What? 
Am I supposed to do something? I just an extra, bro. Did I, what did I do? Did I screw something up? Did you I'm, hear my stomach growl? I'm pretty surprised that you that you've not taken the opportunity yet to say that the reason that you were cast as the scientist is because you were the best looking one out of the group to apply. Oh yeah, well, I, obviously I looked the smartest out of all of them. You know, like <laughs> I genuinely hope that you begin a a career as a support artist. So that we can hear more about this. I mean, people already put me in their weddings because I look so good. And I do such a good job. I always hit my mark in the wedding. (laughs) I I put a lot of prep. I like to to do prep time. You know, I like having the rehearsal and I want the rehearsals. I want you to tell me where to be. All right. That is that's that's why you get so upset at wedding rehearsals. That's what. Yeah, that's why I have such a short fuse with wedding rehearsals, because I want to know where my mark is. I want to hit my mark. I'm a professional. All right. Fucking a! What have you been consuming? Uh, uh, uh I don't know. What okay. Do you, I can't. I can't remember. I've been watching TV. I guess just normal TV. Been house sitting for my roommate's parents. So I've been watching their TV. They got direct TV. What are you watching? I watched all the NBC comedies last night. Is is the Super Bowl this weekend or next weekend? No, it's next weekend. There's a there's a break. There's a Pro Bowl weekend. Okay. What, what do you what do you have to say about it, man? You know, I was all about Peyton Manning. He got eliminated. I was all about the Falcons. They sucked it up, of course. So now we got the you know the Harbaugh as they're calling it. The two Harbaugh brothers are coaching the two separate teams. Yeah, and uh, I I don't really care about either team. I I think I'd like the Falcons to win so that that Ray Lewis goes out with the Super Bowl. I think he yeah. won a Super Bowl his rookie year. Yeah, he's got one. He doesn't have. Yeah. This would be his second. I think Super that was his rookie year. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But uh, was that two thousand one when the the Ravens played against uh, my boy Eddie George and the Tennessee Titans? Was that who they played? Yeah, it was who they played. Remember, at the final play, Eddie George was trying to run it into the into the end zone, and uh, and he beast moded like had three guys on him. And he got into the end zone, and then they did the replay, and it turned out his knee just barely touched the top of the grass. Oh, uh, yeah. Down, and, and, and the, the Falcons won. So that was the last time the Falcons won the Super Bowl. It must have been his rookie year. Not the Falcons, the Ravens. That's what I said. Sorry. He said, he said Falcons. No, he so said Falcons the first time, and I was like, ah, that's weird. Oh, did I say Falcons? Falcons, but we were definitely talking about the Ravens. Yeah, the Falcons ain't won the Super Bowl. Um yeah, so I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I'm just glad the Patriots lost. My Super Bowl was last weekend. The yeah. Patriots lost. Tom Brady got shamed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. I, I think I would like for Ray Lewis to win, mostly because uh, Kevin Delion doesn't like the Ravens or Ray Lewis. So I would like to any any time I can spite Kevin, <laughs> our former webmaster. I, I like to do it. I would love to post this, uh, you know, the, 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 the Hornets finally became the, uh, the Pelicans yesterday. Really? So they when do they start becoming the Pelicans? The next season. Oh, okay. So the New Orleans Hornets are now going to be the Pelicans, which, oh, <laughs> uh, it's just the Pelicans. There was, a, there was a Deadspin article trying to, 
trying to say how badass pelicans were yeah yeah that's what kevin's argument was when he when he posted the pelicans thing and i immediately just savagely mocked it um yeah. he posted that deadspin article it's it's no matter how badass a pelican is it's still a pelican it's a pelican <laughs> that's why i said that like have you ever heard of anyone being killed by a swarm of pelicans you've heard of somebody being killed by a swarm of bees right hornets yeah um and then he was like, well, you like teams like the Colts and the Broncos. And I was like, well, I, you can get stampeded by Colts or Broncos, I'm sure. But I don't think you're getting stampeded by Pelicans. A Colt and a Bronco? Those are majestic creatures. They are. A, pe- a Pelican. <laughs> you can't even say a Pelican's majestic, much less dangerous. No, I, 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 put, I, I searched for Pelican, and I found uh, uh, your argument is invalid shot. of a pel- This Pelican is a urinal. It's just the pelican's mouth open, and it looks like a urinal. Posted that. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. The pelicans. Everybody, everybody but the people from New Orleans are clowning on it. So it's David Stern's legacy. Yeah, the pelicans. I am stoked that the uh, looks like the Seattle Supersonics are coming back. Yeah, is it going to be? Um, who's going to be moving there? Is it the Sacramento Sac- Kings? Yeah, Sacramento. And I, I mean, certainly they're going to be the Supersonics. I mean, that team has such a history behind the name stuff. So. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Weird what? Did they come back? Well, like, did they come back and then it's like, oh, well, it's the Sonics again. Well, it's not really the Sonics again. Well, the same thing happened to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns wow. moved away and the team retained ownership of the name, of the town, or the, the city. And so they a couple years later they had a new a new Browns team. Huh. The Browns are actually the uh the Ravens. But you get I mean it just kinda of seems weird that they're gonna like I don't know, take the banners and start taking credit for something that that team did that no longer exists but now kind of exists again. Well, I mean they could call them the chickens or something like that, I guess. Since we're doing ridiculous bird names, is I don't care. It just kind of yeah. seemed weird. That's all. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. Because the records are kind of held by Oklahoma City. Exactly. Like all the all the the records of the team, and it's the same way with the uh, the Browns and the Ravens right now. Because there's a Browns team, but there's also the Browns team that has the legacy of the Ravens. You know, or the Ravens have the legacy of the Browns. So. It is weird. I agree. It's weird, but I do like I like, you know, being a fan of basketball in the nineties. That was the Supersonics were one of those teams that were always in there, you know. Uh, they were in the NBA Jam and shit, you know. Sean Kemp. All Star Weekend's coming up, so you guys better brace yourself because I'm after the All Star break. I'm going to be hitting it hard. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been watching some. I've been watching some basketball. So I haven't hardly watched any of it. I've watched a little bit. I've been keeping up with it. So. So you had the time. I do have a book recommendation. What? Uh book's called Pulphead. Who? Pulphead. Pulphead. All right. Yeah, it's all one word. The writer's name is uh, John Jeremiah Sullivan, who graduated from Sewanee. Wow. Uh, but it's, it's a collection of essays. Oh, I it's get on that. I read a book that's just a collection of essays. Yeah. I really, it's a good book to read, you know, because like at night you don't want to read like, I don't know, I guess you could read a chapter of a novel, but 
I like reading a good essay. He's a really talented writer, real funny. The first essay in the book had me laughing so hard on the bus that McKenzie wanted to switch seats and not even sit next to me. <laughs> I was crying. I was laughing so hard. So um, it was a recommendation from a friend of mine, you know, whatever. I, I only really read books based on recommendations from people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, how, how do you find a new book, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been consuming lately. Sweet. Let's check it out. I like short stories, so I probably like a book of essays. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think you'll like it. Yeah. But you're not going to read it because I recommended it. But maybe somebody else will recommend it to you and you'll check it out. Yeah. That's Hopefully. the best you can hope for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it for me, man. All right. Well, I guess that's this week's show. It was rambling. Epic. We got one thing. What? This episode 96, right? This is 97. Oh, whoops. I already put in Look at that. that. It's on the Facebook page. Yeah. But uh, so it's 97. We got episode 100 coming up in three more weeks. And if you guys got any ideas, something you'd like us to do for episode 100, send us an email at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. You can post on our Facebook wall, uh, Facebook slash IOLTOS network, or you can hit us on Twitter at IOLTOS. Maybe we should do one of those episodes where we call all the people that are involved with the show and have them talk about how great we are. I mean, I, my first impression is I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, and except there's a lot of them that we called that probably wouldn't say how great we are. They wouldn't answer. No, they wouldn't pick up. <laughs> I ignored that call. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, you can check us out. Uh... I just said that. Oh, you already said that? All right. I, I don't really do that, so you just stole my thunder. Thank you. My favorite part of the show, uh, the ending. Uh, we're out. See you next week. 